Finally, a sustainable approach to meeting your health goals. The Fire Within app, available now on Apple and Android. What you get is an intro to strength training guide, comprehensive exercise library with over 200 exercises, a comprehensive nutrition health transformation course, a six-week meal plan, over 70 recipes, a six-week health redemption strength training course. This is for use with people with equipment and then the same course modified for body weight exercises. You'll also receive a six-week Inferno Abs Core supplemental program. If you download our free app right now, you'll get access to the podcast, exercise and app quick start, recipes, and more. For a $29.99 a month subscription, you'll get the health transformation course, full access to the exercise library, the weighted course, the body weight course, the Inferno Abs, recipes, and the podcast. So what are you waiting for? Try it now for free today. Download the Fire Within app. The Fire Within podcast. You need a sustainable plan, the right mindset, and the knowledge and inspiration to stoke the fire within. Just like the Phoenix, you can burn your old habits, never turn back, and emerge completely anew. There are no shortcuts. Welcome, Fire Within community. This is the Fire Within podcast, where we talk about all things health, fitness, and nutrition related. I'm your host, Brandon, with my co-host, Joe. Hello. The audience doesn't know this, but that took 11 takes, Joe. (laughs) Sometimes the easiest part. I wonder if it's because I'm dehydrated. It might be. Yeah, it could be you're dehydrated. And I think that sets up this episode because it seems like it's really easy to drink water, but it's something I always have a hard time remembering. I don't have a single client that's ever had an easy time with that, and I don't. there's all kinds of reasons for it. We all know we should drink water. Yeah, it's not a secret. But my big thing, my big argument, and I know it's wrong. My big argument is, well, there's water in coffee. So. <laughs> it's a little bit of a uh, certain, diuretic. Certain drinks also dehydrate you a bit, don't they? Like coffee, which is a weird, <laughs> you would think I'm hydrating, I'm drinking, but it can go in the other direction. Yeah, it was 102 here on Monday. What the crap is that, Joe? Yeah, it's bad. It's super warm here, and I know it's super warm in a lot of parts of the country right now as well. I ride a motorcycle and dehydration is something that you really get scared of. You don't want to get lightheaded. And because once you get behind it, once you're already dehydrated, it's tough to get caught back up. Yeah. It's not like an instantaneous fix that takes some time. Kind of like if you get dizzy working out, sometimes it's pretty much it. So what are some of the common symptoms of dehydration? So I'm going to start with a weird one. Hunger. Some people confuse hunger for thirst. So some people may keep eating and it turns out they're just dehydrated and they need to drink something. I know for me, one of the things that that I think is weird that comes up when I get too dehydrated is I get almost like muscle soreness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, yeah. like I cramping, like I got punched or something, just like a general achy kind of a feeling. And then I'm like, crap, when's the last time I drank something? Absolutely. Yeah. Now, one of the reasons we might feel hungry, there's lots of reasons, especially if you're eating something and it should have filled you. One, if it's devoid of nutrients, your body's going to go, well, yeah, there's food in my stomach, but I didn't get zinc. I didn't get selenium. I didn't get all these other things. And sometimes, yeah, it could definitely be hydration. So the cramping, like I've experienced that before. And that's the stuff that it's hard to get out of because now you just feel like crap and it's not like you can drink a glass of water and fix it. No, but it's a start. Yeah. Yeah, some people's thirst mechanisms are just a little off. I also get when I don't drink enough water, I will often get a headache. Yeah. And that's that, usually like a, oh, stupid. It's like my body's way of telling me like, oh, you didn't drink anything. <laughs> so suck it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the first things if my wife says she has a headache or a migraine or you're dehydrated, just like. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's my thing too. Like probably, no, I don't drink enough water. Yeah. <laughs> 
And it really doesn't take much to, to cause a, an issue. For instance, just 1% dehydration is enough to increase blood pressure and increase your risk of cardiovascular health concerns. It uh, makes the whole system have to work harder to pump blood, and it also changes blood volume, platelet levels, and all kinds of different things. Interesting. Yep. The challenge that I run into is I know I should, but I don't. Yeah. And I just don't know how to fix that. There's all kinds of methods. Something else to keep in mind, if it's just straight up water all the time and you're super afraid of salt and your electrolytes are pretty low, then your body can't really take that water and get it to the cell. Now we have something called the uh, calcium potassium pump and that is that requires electrolytes in order to get water actually to the cell and not just go straight to your bladder so you pee them out. So in order to really get the benefits of it. Yeah, we're probably not meant to just do one thing for all the stuff like it's never just supposed to be just water it's supposed to be mixed with other stuff yeah yeah so electrolytes are good some of those electrolyte packets can be helpful some of them have some pretty stupid sugars in them uh, but a little bit of sugar is okay like a teaspoon or two because that is going to help expedite getting the hydration to the cell which is why gatorade is so popular with athletes that little bit of sugar they add and while they may add a lot sometimes it's high fructose corn syrup which you got a new kind of gatorade that's supposedly less sugar Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, a couple of the ones that, that I like, one is Element. The only problem with that is it's really high on, in sodium. It's made more for endurance athletes. That's 1,000 milligrams. I think that's a bit much. So if we use that, we'll cut it in half. And then Liquid IV is a popular one. I think that one's pretty decent. That's about 500 milligrams of sodium. Sometimes I'll even cut that in half. So don't start like chugging these if you're sitting in an office, but if you're on the road, if you're doing a lot of sweating, if you're doing a lot more exercise and it's the summertime, especially if you work outdoors, one of those might be a good idea, but just making sure you get enough sea salt and things like that as seasoning, not overboard, but that can help a little bit. Potassium, magnesium, all those types of things can make a difference. What, what if any tips have you found that have been useful for people that you like, is it do we drink more water if we carry a water bottle with us or stuff like that? Some people do, some people don't. My wife has one of those bottles that encourages you as you go. It's 64 ounces and every line is a different, you can do it, good job, you're almost <laughs> there. And some days it works and sometimes it doesn't do a bit of good. I got one of those for bourbon that somebody got me as a gift. It's, <laughs> it's like good day, bad day, what day? <laughs> There's three lines on it. <laughs> yeah. But to some people it helps. I do think you have more of a chance of drinking it if it's with you on the go than if you don't. So I don't think that's a bad idea to keep a water bottle with you as you travel. Some people just have to have carbonation. We, we do LaCroix, or, and which has been described many ways. One of my favorite uh, explanations is if somebody put a, a strawberry Skittle at the bottom of a swimming pool <laughs> to flavor a swimming pool's worth of LaCroix. That's about how they flavor this stuff. I heard a funny one. It's, this is how they flavor LaCroix at the factory. They have somebody stand three rooms away and shout the flavor. <laughs> Lime! <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking beach plum right now, and I'm not really sure what it's supposed to taste like. I've never had a beach plum. Beach bum? Or beach plum. Oh, that's a new one. Yeah, that's not my favorite flavor. I like just plain carbonated water. I, think I like that with bourbon. Is there any downside to drinking a lot of carbon? There's some chance that it's linked with bone density concerns. I don't know how strong that evidence is, but it has come up several times in the research I've done that excessive amounts of carbonation could weaken bone. I don't know how much excessive is, though. It did not go into detail. But if you're having a LaCroix a day, I don't think that's of concern. But I have had clients that are chugging like 10 Dr. Peppers a day before I start with them. And in addition to the corn syrup, I'm sure that carbonation could be 
uh, problematic. And then it begs the question, when they did the study, was it strictly carbonated water or was it soda in general? Yeah. In which case, I don't know that you can link just the carbonation. So I'd have to do... I just looked up a study and it says, here's the highlight of it. The best news of the study is sparkling water is carbonated, but it still has the same hydrating effect as still water. Hey, that's good. That's good news. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a fan of that. If people don't mind it, it's definitely not sweet. You can try all kinds of brands. There's Bubbly. There's Bell, Bellevue or something like that, that Aldi carries. I may have butchered that, but... Yeah, I get that. Yeah. That's the one that's in my fridge now for just plain carbonated water because it's very affordable if you go to Aldi. Oh, yeah. You're looking at maybe two ninety nine for that brand yeah. where LaCroix is going to be like four eighty nine, And if you get it at Harris Teeter, it's probably five ninety nine. I do another podcast with a guy that runs a garden company and he got me into this and I started this little herb garden and I will take and muddle like a couple different herbs and just put it into the carbonated water. That would be delightful. It provides a nice little flavor, like a little bit of sage is really good in yeah. there. Or stuff that you would use to like season a soup does really, yeah. does really well inside of a, it just kind of elevates oh. the drink, makes it a little fancy. I've had quite a few with basil. Basil, yep. Basil's and, then, good. and then a lot of fancy hotels will have like tonic waters with balsamic vinegar. Oh, yeah, um, I've never had that. Mint is mint. good. In oh, yeah. Like a mojito. You could do lime and mint and even without the sugar, that would be delightful. So there's an idea for you folks. So that's another tip actually is infusers and things like that make water more appealing might help. I know when I used to work out of the WeWork building, they used to have these fruit waters and they would have layers and layers of orange slices, watermelon, and all kinds of other fruits in there, strawberries. And it was absolutely amazing. So you can get by infuser pitchers and things like that. So you get a little bit more flavor in it. It seems like from that same study, they're all vague about what's too much, but seemingly the most challenging thing of drinking too much sparkling water is that it can erode your enamel. Interesting. I didn't think about that. Kind of like cleaning a, off your battery with a Coke. Yeah. So let's talk about what's in carbonated water that makes it bubbly. Yeah. It's just adding carbon dioxide. Yeah. You get like a, if you get a soda stream or those products where you can make your own at home. Basically, just buy like a container of carbon dioxide, press a little button, shoots it in there. Now, I'd be curious if that has anything to do with the reaction that happens with baking soda to clean stuff off. So I wonder if there's a link with, I've never really looked into it. I'm not much of a chemist. Yeah, I don't know. Like water is H2. Carbonated water is just H2CO3. That's the way I'm going to order it from now on when I go to a restaurant. Do you like sparkling or stilled water? I would like your best H2CO3. <laughs> yeah. They would look at you weird. So it actually is a component of baking soda, the bicarbonate of soda, baking soda, to create the carbon dioxide gas. So knowing that baking soda is a cleaning agent. Might be why it has something to do with your teeth. Yeah. Now it's interesting because it's also used in toothpaste, but maybe because it's such small amounts and for small amounts of time versus sipping on it all day, that might be one of the concerns of your enamel with overexposure to carbonated water versus just the amount of baking soda and some toothpaste. But I guess it has to be somewhat abrasive to clean the plaque off the teeth, but too much maybe would start to eat into the enamel. Yeah. Somebody needs to make, this is the new Fire Within branded drink. You need to figure out how to just get a bubbly version of an electrolyte water. Oh, there you go. There, there may even actually be those. Well, that's a far cry from the last time we talked about making a uh, CrossFit bourbon. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. <laughs> so post-CrossFit workout bourbon with electrolytes and like protein or something. I don't remember what it was. Now, how much water should somebody have, Joe? What do you think? I don't know. This, this is one of those. I think I know the answer. It's eight cups a day or something, but 
it always just feels like too much. And I always feel stressed <laughs> out that I'm not drinking enough. Yeah. I think the generic uh, starting point is either half your body weight in ounces or starting with 64 ounces, which would be eight, eight ounce cups. And another way to think about that is you can add an additional 16 to 24 ounces per hour of exercise where you're sweating. So if you're a couch potato, you might not eat quite as much. Although this is interesting. Every 16.9 ounces of water you drink burns up to hundred calories without you having to lift a finger. And I'm sure that varies person to person based on their metabolism, but the principle is fairly proven. In addition to keeping you well hydrated, it could even help with burning fat. Hmm. How about them apples? Now, if you are dehydrated, you talked about earlier in the episode, what are some of the symptoms? I think fuzzy thinking and brain fog, which probably lead up to that headache or migraine some people could experience. That's a really good contributor. If your skin starts to get dry and it's not eczema related, that could be an indication as well. If you stop sweating and you normally sweat and you're in a situation where you should be, you might be further along the dehydration scale than a safe. That could really be dangerous. So that's a clear sign that something's going on as well. Now, the other way you can tell, and one of the most obvious ways, and everybody's probably heard of that, is checking the color of your urine. The darker it is, the more likely you're dehydrated. So a burnt orange color could signal dehydration, where pale yellow is general consider, generally considered ideal. But you don't want to go to the opposite spectrum where it's crystal clear. That can mean either not enough electrolytes, you're drinking way too much. Uh, there's something called um, hypernatremia that could also be dangerous. There's actually a couple cases in the news. One was, I guess, as a hazing ritual, they had this kid drink like five gallons of water and then he died. Oh, man. And uh, there's other concerns with marathoners and things, taking too much water at the water stops or even post-race to where they just flood their their body can cause brain swelling and all kinds of issues. So you can actually go the opposite spectrum too. So you don't want to go nuts with it. Hey, Fire Within Nation, has this ever happened to you? You go online to find a quick recipe for mashed potatoes, but first you have to hear about Grandfather's Farm in 1929. When I was a boy. <laughs> the first time you had a potato, and like six and a half chapters later, you get to the ingredient list. Tasted like dirt. Drives me nuts. So me and Joe have worked to solve that issue for you. If you head to firewithinnf.com and check out the recipe section, healthy recipes, following the Fire Within way. And it's just the recipe, no blog, you're welcome. You'll find recipes like steak chimichurri. There's a bananas foster smoothie recipe. There's a sourdough French toast. Lots of healthy things. Make your own ranch dip and, and tons more. So head to firewithinnf.com. Check out the recipe section and enjoy. Yeah, I feel like I'm never at risk of drinking too much water. <laughs> yeah, most of my clients aren't either. Now, irritability sometimes confused for hangriness, could also be a sign. Cramps, chills, nausea, or vomiting, you're pretty far along if you have these symptoms. Um, head or neck heat sensations and excessive fatigue. Now, going back to that overhydration point, what happens is it can dilute sodium levels in the blood. Um, that's that hypo, uh, I think I said hypernatremia. Let, let me correct that hyponatremia. And that's creating an electrolyte imbalance or water intoxication, which is a rare phenomenon uh, that can occur if, if it exceeds the amount that the water uh, can be excreted by the kidneys. So that's some of the concerns with drinking too much too soon. So it's definitely better to sip throughout the day and not chug tons at a time. Now, if you are looking for an electrolyte powder, you want to look for the following electrolytes, calcium, magnesium, phosphorus, potassium, as well as sodium. So 
So that's what we're looking for. Now, I also encourage people to do coconut water. Now, it does have a little bit of natural sugar, but it doesn't have nearly the amount of sodium as some of the electrolyte packets, if that's a concern for you. So that can also be a good option. Yeah, I think the main difference between like a sparkling water and a seltzer or a club soda is that a club soda has some minerals in there and it's often sodium. Ah, okay. Sodium bicarbonate, perchance? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's mostly different kind of salts, depending on what kind of club soda you get. But tonic water is the one you should avoid because that's the one that actually has a bunch of sugar in it. It's more like ginger ale than... And it's got chlorine or whatever that stuff is called. Yeah. Because of that bitter taste. Yeah. Another interesting fact is you can get some of your hydration through fruits and vegetables. For instance, a cucumber is 96% water. So is a watermelon. So you can get quite a bit that way too, um, which makes it harder to measure exactly how many ounces you're getting, which is why if people are a little under, uh, but they're getting lots of fruits and vegetables, I'm a little bit less concerned uh, for them. Do you know if there's any other drinks other than coffee that tend to dehydrate you as well? Uh, 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 alcohol, for sure. That's a huge diuretic. Causes, Teas. Causes your body to, to lose water. Yeah, anything when caffeine binds to electrolytes and minerals and passes it out of your body without you getting to absorb it. So sodas and teas. Yep, for sure. They're all going to be dehydrating elements. Now, we talk a little bit about hydration in our new app that's launching. There's a nutrition section. This is officially now in the App Store on Apple and Android, and I am super excited. Yeah, we worked out with it the other day. That was amazing. Worked awesome. Yeah, so there's an entire nutrition section. There's freebies on every section. So if you want to test spin the app, you'll get all the podcasts for free. You'll get all the recipes for free. You will get one workout in, in the weighted version of the six-week program, one workout in the body weight, one workout in the core program. Uh, plus you'll get, I picked one exercise in every single exercise category in the exercise library. So there's 18 exercises for free. And then if you want those six week programs, the full library and the meal plan and the rest of the nutrition course, that's subscription based, but check it out. Take it for a test spin. Go to the app store right now. Go to Android, download the fire within app. Just create a username and put use your email as that. And then you can create a password and uh, take it for a spin. Demo, like some of the weighted stuff. Like you and I did a weighted one yesterday. I'm nice and sore today. Oh, gosh. Yeah, man. Like about 45 minutes. But they're really good. It's a really good program. You and I went through the whole thing together. And then now it's all built into the app. But basically, it focuses on a bunch of different type of exercises that focus on different ways to work out your muscles. And it's definitely not one of those. I don't want to just say the app's name, but I will. I was doing like a, an app for a long time called 5x5. Five Five, but the workout... Was you, it was just the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And then eventually you're like, what do I need this app for? But yours is really well planned out. You have very detailed descriptions as far as there's two components when you start a workout that day. You can get a walkthrough and then walk you through the proper form of every exercise. And then it has a guided portion of it where you basically hit start. It'll tell you what the next one is coming up. It'll give you like little videos on the top to show you what you should be doing as well as Count rest, your time. rest time. Yeah, put your rest time in there and it'll automatically advance for you. It just, it makes it really easy to yeah. get in there and have a really well thought out, really well crafted workout plan that's different every week. So in this case, it's a six week thing. It focuses on different types of exercises over the course of it. And it really is a well-rounded, nice way to approach a workout. It's called the, the health redemption weighted challenge. And then there's a non-weighted version as well, but they're challenging. They're not, they don't start too easy. 
and they're, they're not like P90X where it's going to take you six weeks to actually finish one. Yeah. And then it's also scalable. So a lot of the third sets are, are optional. I'm mean, I put an asterisk there. So if you're just starting out and you're like, after two sets, I'm smoked, uh, you have the option to skip the third set. Yeah. And if you repeat that later on, then you can. And then if you repeat that later on, let me see if I could repeat this more times. And then if you repeat it later on, maybe you can sneak that third set in. But each week you're going to have, at least the first couple weeks, you'll have a second crack at the first workout um, yeah. to see if you can improve your reps and sets on that. And but, it's not just a collection of exercises for you to put in your own order. This is put together by you based on your experience and everything. And we've went through it. We did all the measurements and we saw significant growth in areas we wanted to see growth and loss in areas we wanted to see loss. Like, I think it's a really good plan, man. My favorite part of it is the sequence where you don't have to think. It just does everything for you except the actual lifting. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of like having a trainer in your back pocket. Exactly. And if you happen to have a membership to a gym, you'll have everything you need there for the weighted ones. And if you don't, you can always use the non-weighted version. Yep. No excuses, folks. So I used the non-weighted version on vacation last time I went on vacation. And it's definitely not like easy. No, <laughs> I, I actually find it more challenging. Yeah, some of the unique ways to like just like press and hold and it does, it, it's tough. <laughs> yeah, but scalable. It has a community portion in there Yeah, as well. So if you got any questions or anything, you can actually just pop right in through the app and that you'll be talking directly to Brandon. Yes, sir. I mean, you could also reach me at firewithinnf at gmail.com. You can shoot me an email there if you have questions or hey, my personal cell is 919-285. 8906. Please don't sell that to the guys with the extended warranty. <laughs> they want to talk to you about your car's insurance policy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so download the app. If you want to start with freemium, just hit the get instant access now on the discover page. And you're in. Now, if you are interested to subscribe, make sure you send a message to me. We'll set up a, a starting out call. And so we can develop a plan for you. Talk about customization. Yeah. Scaling for you individually. And you can ask me a few questions to get started. A lot of work went into that, man. It's exciting that it's finally launched and ready to go. Yep. Check it out. Fire Within app. Fire Within app. <laughs> it's here. Drink water and download the app. I like it. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you got a lot of value out of today's episode. If you did, go check us out at firewithinnf.com and sign up for Refuel, a weekly email with recipes, videos, and tips to stoke the fire within. Also, you can join the Fire Within community by being added to our Facebook group. And don't forget to follow us on social media.